welcome to season two for the Keeping the Real in Real Estate podcast with the BF team here in Loveland. How are you doing today, Brittany? I'm awesome. How are you? Oh, living the dream. It is sunny in Loveland right now. It is. It's beautiful, sunny Loveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Hasn't been all summer, but it is today. No, it's been crazy summer Mm -hmm. for sure. The storm last night came out of nowhere, but Mm -hmm. we'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. So season two, a lot of things have changed since we talked last. Yeah, they have. So let's do a highlight reel. What major things have changed? Uh, gosh, well, we um, have taken on a lot of new agents, which we're really excited about that. And uh, the latest, really, is we just opened up shop in Kentucky. Let's go. Right? We're no taking it nationwide. The show's on the road. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And Ohio and Kentucky are very different states. Yes, they are. <laughs> so what started that? Why are you like, let's go to Kentucky now? Yeah, well, I am, for those who don't know, which everybody should know by now, because you can take the girl out of Kentucky, but you can't take the Kentucky out of the girl. That's where I'm from. So um, all of my grade school friends, high school friends, college friends, my family, everybody is still there. Mm-hmm. But I've just been too busy here helping all of the wonderful people that I have made into family up in Loveland um, to really service them. But now that we're growing and we have more agents, um, we just felt like, okay, this makes sense because now we can service people who actively want us to service them down south. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's returned your roots a little bit too then. Yeah. So is it some of your old network connections from a long time ago? Is it a brand new market? Like what are you seeing happening down there right now? Um, Both. So we um, have our first listing is kind of in the works, which is going to be our uh, a family farm. Oh, fun. <laughs> I know. So that kind of, I think, really giddy up and got it going was when they were like, hey, we're selling Aunt Sis's farm, who's my great aunt, so my grandmother's sister. Oh, wow. So it's really like generational kind of farm um, and we would love for you to do that and I was like but I'm not in a, I'm not in it's like, <laughs> I'm not there and I'm only one person right like or there's only like three of us but now that we have more help and um, we can sustain a little bit better in Ohio sure. I felt that now I had the bandwidth to go down there and of course open the door for our agents now if they find a need in their business mm-hmm. they can then be licensed there but they couldn't without me being licensed there first So kind of opening doors Mm -hmm. for our agents, a value add for them if they want to do that. And then also kind of being able to help family, friends, college friends um, and new people as well. I love that. So Mm -hmm. a license takes a new test, correct? Mm -hmm. Was there a huge difference between the tests between Ohio and Kentucky? It was awful. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It was awful. So um, I tell our agents if you do these you know 19 steps you will pass your exams the first go around i had to take that exam three times did you really Mm -hmm. are you okay with admitting that uh yeah yeah because i feel like everybody shares their highlight reels and it's okay to say hey i flunked twice by one point each time are you serious one point but wasn't the same question though who knows they don't tell you oh really do you even know how you so i got a 74 twice Mm-hmm. And it was dreadful. And it was awful. And I went, it's a 40 hour class. You can take it online. They give you quizzes in between. And then I did the CompuCram just the same way as I teach my agents to do. I did the PSI just the same way I teach my agents to do. And I walked in there and not a single question on that exam had I ever in the history of ever seen before. So there was 55 questions. That's it. Just 55 questions. And I had never, except for maybe three seen any of them before i'm like i don't i where did they review this because i don't know 
<laughs> so okay can you tell me what the questions are or is that illegal like so uh, give me an example of one of the questions they ask you it, well it's just like who has to take the 48 hour post licensure exam and then they and then their multiple choice was awful because it was like all new licensees all salesperson licensees all brokerage oh, licensees no. and then they, they would always so i could always narrow it down to two because it's a recipro- reciprocal state for a reason they're very similar like okay, ohio sure. and kentucky are very similar so they do reciprocity and I could always narrow it down to two, but I would always say it would depend on what angle, what angle you're taking this from, you right. know, like not on the post licensure thing, but like there's just, oh God, it was just terrible. It was, brutal. it was terrible. So the first time I failed, of course, it like threw me into a mood for a whole week. My family loved me so much. I'm sure my agents picked up on it without knowing what was wrong. And the second time I was like, I am going to memorize half of these questions because I'm like going to dig through legislation and the state site and I'm going to like find dig out these answers. And the the worst part was I, I memorized like 18. That was as many as I could really memorize because you can't write them down, take them with you. Right. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. If I can do 18, it's pretty impressive. I memorized 18 and I kind of had to memorize some of the answers too to know what my options were for right. answers. Right. Um, and as soon as I got in the car, I like started writing them down so I wouldn't forget. And we could only find 12 of the answers. And that was with me and Drew digging for hours. So it was just like, it just wasn't taught. Like I did the 40 hour class. I took all of their, their quizzes and all of their exams. And I did all the, I did a, I, I did a proctored final exam, which is a requirement in the state of Kentucky before they will allow you to take the actual application exam. And I passed my final exam. It was proctored on zoom and I passed. <laughs> And then I went and failed twice. What the <laughs> heck? How does that even happen? I'm like, what is this? Is it the same question? Is it the same state? Uh, so it was awful, but we're there now. Yay. That's so, so what does this, outside of helping your helping your family, I know this is also a strategic move mm-hmm. for you too. This is something that you guys have been thinking about for a long time. Mm-hmm. So what does this move mean for you? What's some of those future pipelines you think you're opening? Um, so of course it's a value add, right? So I said, I touched on value add for our agents and also value add to our clients. We have, um, obviously we, being in Northern Kentucky and Southwest Cincinnati is kind of, we're right there, right? We're a Mm tri-state little area. Mm -hmm. So, um, expansion, I've always said, like, I don't know what it looks like to copy and paste what we're doing and have the family feel and the boutique style and the level of service and care that we give, as well as pouring into the community of which we do business. Mm -hmm. But I've always said it would be so cool to be able to see this and to do this ripple effect across other parts of the country where it's like, I don't want it. I don't want to lose the feel of it. I don't want to lose the family feel. I don't want to lose the boutique. I don't want to lose that personal touch. So I don't like, it's not a franchise, right? Because I've seen how franchises go, but it's like, I want to be able to copy and paste. And we talk about templates like BF Realty right here. Brittany Fritch team is the template of this is what this needs to look like here. Cause mm-hmm. this is the next part where we're seeing that service needs to be added. Um, and Kentucky was that cause we were giving a lot of business to other agents down there, which we have wonderful agents that are already there mm-hmm. that we're hoping to also kind of work with now, um, on a different scale, but it just made sense for our clients and of course our agents wanting to be right there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not only an expansion and going to, it's also gonna be a template for future expansions and mm-hmm. figuring out how do we do this? How do we scale and how do we bring people along with us? Yes. And you mentioned something earlier that you would have not been able to do this without having the additional footprint and headcount in here. Correct. So, I think the first time we did a podcast episode, you had four people, I think, on your team. And now how many do you have? I think we're like nearing 15 now. 
So that's a bit of a change over mm-hmm. the last two years. Mm-hmm. So a big part of that change has been kind of going from that you are the star of the show. This is this is Brittany Fritch. You're going to every meeting, doing all those different things. To yep. when you have 15 realtors working for you, mm-hmm. you're in a hardcore management leadership position, not a producer position. So yes. how has that affected you both personally and how has it affected the business? Um, so it's been great it's been wonderful it's been amazing it's been a fabulous experience i've grown personally a lot i have also had to shift a bit because i can't build into my agents and teach them how to do this business at a high scale and a high level um while also maintaining the sales volume that i used to have uh so i have really reined back my sales volume while being cognizant that there's still certain certain situations that i step into because Mm -hmm. i know that i there's just I have to for now because you don't just all of a sudden wake up one day and say, hey, I'm not selling anymore. Um, So, you know, there's a there's been a bit of transition, but I have understood that me reining in from my sales is for instead of Brittany being able to service 100 clients a year. Now I can do 15 agents and each of them can do 100 clients a year. Mm -hmm. So the amount of lives that we're able to change with our business model and with the level of care and honesty and character and service and respect and um, just, I mean, what our past clients have experienced with Mm -hmm. us, they're like, oh my gosh, we've never had an experience like this before and this has been the greatest experience. You can read the reviews. Like, So now, instead of being able to do that for 100 people, it's 100 times 15. So um, knowing that, of course, we have a whole bunch of different personalities on the team. We have wild and crazy. We have quiet and reserved. We have empty nesters. We have uh, agents who have families with littles at home, right? So we have like someone for everyone. And I am able to now match make a little bit Mm -hmm. like, oh, I know who you will love and have like the optimal experience with Mm -hmm. because I kind of know who you are. I certainly know who they are. I make them take personality tests before they come on board. Oh, nice. We'll hit Heather later. So I really know who they are. Um, And at the end of the day, so we've kind of been transitioning for like the last 12 months into me stepping into more Mm -hmm. of a management role and less of a sales role and seeing like, okay, how's this look? Mm -hmm. Are we able to still have happy clients at the end of the day and wonderful experiences? And we have like it all speaks for itself. Our numbers speak for itself. Our reviews speak for themselves. And our clients would get on on tape right now and say, this is literally the greatest team I've ever worked with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what do you think that I mean, anyone can read a book. Anyone can be trained. You can go to the library and figure out how to be a good realtor, but it's not the same. So what is it you think you're instilling with your team that is being left out when it comes to formal training? Um, I tell them we're not selling anything, right? Like you don't walk in to sell anything. We, I preach you leave people better than the way that you found them whether you're at Kroger aisle four or at the post office getting stamps, right? Like wherever you are, you would just leave people better Mm -hmm. than the way you found them and business will come, but you're not looking for business. Mm -hmm. You don't introduce yourself as hi, I'm a realtor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, hi, I'm a business owner or I buy and sell real estate, but I am here to help you. So it's, I, we generally, the, the first thing that I teach them to do is leave the world a better place than the way you found it and then business will just flood in mm-hmm. and it's work it's the outward mindset right <coughs> so you're fine and looking at the you're not you're currently the third best realtor in cincinnati who's counting though right <laughs> if i read that article correctly in your social media pages 
you I, I've known you for a decently long time. You're kind of competitive. Mm-hmm. That's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So on a personal level, has yeah. it been weird to pass off those reins? Is there any times that you're, you want to jump in, but you have to hold yourself back? Yeah, certainly. Like it's, um, it's hard to take up. It's a backseat role, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's it is very difficult and you kind of die to yourself a little bit. So it's it's the Britney show, but it's not the Britney show. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's um, it's my model, though. It's my it's so I can I kind of know in order for us to expand and change more people's lives, I have to do this. And even though it kind of sucks sometimes because I'm like, oh, my God, I would have loved to list that house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then watching as your agents advertise it and you're like, oh, God, it would have been great to, you know, and no one knows sure, that that was it. actually mine, but it's fine. <laughs> you should let it with the kitchen first in the bathroom. But that's fine. We'll get there later. Right. Like it's it is difficult and you do die to yourself a little bit where it's just like, hey, it's not about you anymore because the only way that you can change 100 times 15 is by taking that back seat a little bit. You're in the driver's seat, but back seat. It's like it's just this. It's this transition of I need to teach you how to do this. And when people call in, they have an expectation. And can I get you to match that expectation in order for us to do this on a big, big scale? And your experience so far has been yes. Yes. Yep. That mm-hmm. fear would freak me out. So yeah. I'm glad that you're you're getting past that. And yeah. Then going to well, the next I think I'm just so. I think. Um, the Lord has just put me on this trajectory where it's been so fast. I haven't even had time to think like, it's just like, I don't have time to list that house. Oh God. Okay. You know, like you turn it right. Like you're just, you're moving. It's, we have been on this growth rate. That's been so fast. And I think that's been intentional, not on my end, but whoever's driving this ship (laughs) knows what they're doing. I think you're driving the ship, but we'll get to that later. Right. I still think at the end of the day, it is the Brittany fridge team. So I feel like it's still, Mm -hmm. it's still definitely a step in the right direction. And the last thing with the personality test and kind of the the development that you're doing that Mm -hmm. I think is so, so cool is you match me with Heather. So you think that that's like who you think I needed in my life was Heather. That's an interesting thing. I'm just kidding. I love her. She's fantastic. Uh Uh So how do you typically discover like, Hey, this person's a heather person or this person's gonna be someone that's gonna be for another one of your realtors mm-hmm. how do you how do you come up you see you a personality test mm-hmm. what do you use yeah so i the enneagram is my favorite okay um we pay for the employer side so oh, it nice. spits out like a 60 page report it is pretty in depth so i know what their best work environment is i know what their least uh, work environment is where they're going to be the least productive i know how they feel appreciated i know what will make them shut down i know how they deal with conflict right like so i mm-hmm. know like all kinds of things about them they're right off kids. the rip yeah so when they all sit around the table their little numbers just hover above their head and i'm like when they talk i'm like that makes sense you're a three yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to the eight how are we doing yeah. and they're doing backflips out of the top uh-huh. deck uh-huh. yeah that yeah. makes sense so and then uh, you know being able to read people everybody i mean it's their studies on it you can read people and kind of pick up who they are mm-hmm. within the first three seconds mm-hmm. and if you spend 30 seconds or three minutes or 13 minutes with them on the phone you can pretty well say like okay it's between these two agents and you talk another couple of minutes and it's like yep, nope it's this agent you know and you can kind right. of make sure it's going to be a matchmaker and also we track conversion rates that's a thing mm-hmm. because um it does me no good if i trust an agent with someone and they can't make them feel um secure and confident and, and, and those abilities of this huge financial decision in their life. And they ultimately lose them as a client. Uh, we're tracking that too. So, Mm -hmm. so retainment is huge, which we have a wonderful retainment because I'm able to do that matchmaking. Um, we don't 
lose a lot of people. So especially if I'm able to scrub them first Mm -hmm. and get to know them first, or if it's a past client or a past client referral, like I can kind of read the room and know who's going to be best fit while still being readily available. Like you can still call Brittany. She's still here. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like I've gone off to some faraway land yet. (laughs) (laughs) 2024 season three, episode one. Brittany's in Nevada (laughs) and she's expanded to six different states. Right. So but at the same time, they still have that touch. They know the owner. They can still have that conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're kind of disappearing off the face of the planet. So you do still have that safety blanket, but you are taking that more of a backseat role. Yes. And that's the only way you can see this expand. Mm -hmm. So is there anything else you want to tell the potential buyer? or sellers that are looking like oh i wanted to work with britney but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. call britney call her you wanted to work with britney call her and we will have a conversation and then at the end of the day like and it's not just like okay well and now you're going to be paired with so and so like that's not how it works i've had many roundtable conversations like hey i'm going to schedule a meeting if you're up for it with you know me sarah and you guys and let's just sit at the office and see how you feel at the at the end of the day Mm -hmm. do you like her or not and 10 out of 10 times you're like can totally see this is great. Mm-hmm. So it's a call me. Don't decide that like, oh, well, I can't get Brittany, so I don't want to work with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, or And try, God forbid, you find somebody else and have a horrible experience. You'll be wishing you were here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. So outside of Kentucky, what other states are you looking at expanding? Is that top of mind right now? Or is that a let's see how this plays out? You know me. I'm like 17 <laughs> steps ahead. <laughs> so what are you doing in Cuba? Like, are we doing multinational uh, yet? Or? I know. We'll take this international. Um, well, I, First off, I have no doubt you will one day do that. But anyway, mm-hmm, let's go mm-hmm. back. So I did an interview actually recently uh, in May. And they were like, so what's like a goal for you? And I was like, and Drew was like, why did you say that? I'm like, I don't know. It just rolled right off my tongue. <laughs> I was like, BF Realty to be a household name. <laughs> and he was like, what (laughs) okay (laughs) it's on your vision board like aren't you big on vision boards Uh uh-huh uh-huh so anyways um you know i'm from the south so kentucky obviously next and then it's nice when the states have reciprocity because then it's just as simple as taking their law class and then passing that state exam after three times mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) hopefully not anymore hopefully that was just a kentucky thing um so florida has reciprocity as well And we do track like where if people are leaving town and where are they moving to (laughs) and where are we delving business out to. So Kentucky is obviously a big one Mm -hmm. because they're right there. So we decided Kentucky was next up, obviously, with my background and being from Kentucky. And then we do have a lot of people moving south, heading to Florida, empty nesters or people just wanting to be in the Sunshine State. And so that, I think, makes sense for the next location that we would be up and running so when are you taking that test i know drew's like can we wait until next year and i'm like oh, ah, yeah fourth quarter <laughs> <laughs> like, 2023 just sounds like a great year yeah exactly <laughs> if it's slowing down might as well use it to retrain something uh-huh yeah, uh-huh brilliant. so yeah i um certainly see us in three states uh within the next 12 months or less and then we'll kind of see what happens from there that's exciting what other states have you said re- reciprocity okay. i would have to look it up those is there the, a lot those were the only two that really came of interest i think there's like west virginia or virginia oh. one one of them but like we don't send anybody there right right sorry if anybody's listening from there <laughs> but no <laughs> we, we don't like you guys we're not right. sending business that way right. so it's not really a pool in that direction like it's not like it we bf realty's needed there right. as we've seen bf realty's needed in kentucky and bf realty's needed in florida well it makes sense because 
because especially as the boomers retire, right, you're keeping your eyes on Florida. That's where they're all going. Yeah. Yeah. And we have clients who we help sell their house here. And yes, we have great agents that we refer to in both states. um, But all the time, every time, they're like, we just really wish that BF Realty was here. Yeah. Because it was just so great working with you on this end. And we know it'd be great on that end. You know, so to be able to take our level of service and from one end to the other would be great. Right. And in true Brittany Fritch fashion, too, you're like, okay, hold my beer. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and get my <laughs> yeah. license in Florida. How hard yes. could it be? Yeah, right. sure. Just yeah. a couple times. Yeah, and you're going to do it. And that's mm-hmm. how it's going to play out. Like mm-hmm. it always happens. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Yeah.